for the next two days, I'm going to unshackle the house from the world. You mustn't leave the circle. No food, no water. Focus on the stone I've given you. Fall into it. Swallow the pain and discomfort. On the third morning, we will break for water and food. Then we'll do the same thing in the back two rooms. Six days. This horrible place. Hello, horrible people, and welcome back to this horrible place. Don't get too comfortable. Horrible things are about to happen. My name's Caitlin. And my name's Jen. And we're your horrible hosts, guiding you through this horrible place. <laughs> Who knows? Ooh, that sounded like my other creepy one from a while I ago. I know. You're really it's good so at like fun. that maniacal evil laugh. Ooh, it you just could comes do from professional laugh sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> so can you. That's so funny. You have such a good witch's cackle, that one right there. Or unless Once that's just while. your cackle cackle. I don't know. That, that is just my regular cackle. <laughs> just witch's a regular. cackle. Regular. I think it's all the same. <laughs> just the standard cackle. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we're so excited you're here. It's episode 101. We made it past the cusp of, of 100. Woo! Crazy. I know, right? How exciting. Insane. 101. And this is a special Patreon episode mm-hmm. where, like, lovely Louise has picked the movie this time. Yes. Oh, Louise, you're so great. Right? Our Patreon <laughs> members basically did some submissions. We threw them all in a cauldron, picked one out, and we're doing a dark song thanks to yeah so much we love you oh my gosh louise oh my gosh this film so good the first time i saw it you just don't even know what to expect like you read the synopsis and you're kind of like you know you kind of expect the same kind of tricks and whatever that you see in other movies kind of in regards to like magic or a cult or the craft or you know what i mean anything like that you expect to see a lot of similar stuff and none of this is like very common for what you'll see in film yeah it's oh it's pretty in depth exactly and it kind of like trickles in in just such a brilliant way where if you don't know the full plot you're like what is going on like it's so interesting um it's actually liam gavin the director's directorial debut which amazing kudos good job wow um came out in 2016 it's an irish british independent film And I love when movies have like mostly one location and minimal actors and they pull it off in such a brilliant way. It's the best. I was thinking that too during the film. The cast is super, super limited and just wow. When you're really like focusing on two main characters for most of the time, that is a lot to expect for like a delivery of everything that's playing out and it was brilliant right Just brilliant yeah yeah Catherine walker plays sophia and then steve oram as joseph solomon who's like fucking dick sometimes i fucking hate him but we'll get there yeah <laughs> um <laughs> and this general synopsis is two people risk their lives and souls to perform a ritual in an isolated house whoo crazy oh my god love it yeah and it it's just so interesting the way that the movie starts we basically are given a like a psalm from the bible that says for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways and a a rough translation is just saying like you're covered under god's protection and rescue from danger if you like believe in him sort of thing Mm -hmm. which is basically the whole bible is just saying that right like just different ways of like if you have faith 
he will be there for you and he will protect you no matter how scared you are, no matter how dark things get. He's your light kind of thing. And like, yeah. just don't lose faith, basically. So that's the opening scene. We just see this little quote. We see a tiny little cross above it and we see Psalm 91. Yeah, exactly. And then it shows this woman like looking around a house um, and she's like asking like, which way does this room face and stuff? Yeah. And you're kind of like, she's really weird. particular. Yes. Oh my gosh. And she gives him some money at the end too for just like privacy and like confidentiality. And it's kind of interesting. And she's like, yeah. I want this house. She's so like, I want it one. immediately. And he's like, have you been searching for a while? She's like, yeah, I have. And this house is like perfect. This is the one that I need sort of thing. Exactly. And she, he's just like, okay, kind of like, you know, hush hush. She's just giving her the information that she wants to know. And uh, yeah, this huge wad of cash is handed to him because she just kind of wants it under wraps who's staying there and why and whatever. She just wants it to be private. That's it. That's all we know. It's like she's obsessed with getting this perfect house and we have no idea why unless, of course, you read the synopsis. But it's like, what? Exactly. And then she like cuts to this diner and she meets up with this guy named Joseph and he's like scarfing down food and she's just like really serious and like, so so you can do this. And he's like, so who else did you ask? And she's dropped and all these names and he's like okay and then he's, he's like, like okay really me... short tempered too right like you get that right away like she starts listing off those names and he's like okay okay like enough sort of thing he cuts yes. her off and he just doesn't want to hear most of what she has to say he's very very short and we learn that immediately like i kind of love that about him is that mm-hmm. like there's no question about who this guy is yeah you're not like oh he might be like a nice dude that's here doing it no he's business like yeah and immediately you're kind of like, what does she need from him? Like, why would she want to deal with this guy of all people for whatever she's trying to do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just causes so many questions. And you're like, this yeah. is so bizarre. Like, what is happening? Yeah, because she says to him in the freaking diner, she's like, so when do we go, go see the house? And he just abruptly stops eating, stands up. He's like, let's go see the fucking house then yeah. kind of thing. And you're just like, why are you so mad? Like, right, exactly. <laughs> she didn't do anything. But like, so yeah, they just get to that house and oh. It's crazy. She's basically like, I followed the diet. Um, I haven't had any sex. And he's like, including masturbation. And she's like, yeah, of course. Like, I, I, yeah. I'm i so serious about this, blah, blah, blah. And like, he's no like, alcohol, things like that. Basically, she's begun fasting in preparation for whatever it is they're doing together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's like, I've done this three times. Once it worked, twice it didn't. And she's kind of like, wait, it didn't work twice? Because she's like so desperate for whatever they're doing to happen yeah. and be successful. And he's like why are you doing it and she's like for love I loved someone and like they don't love me anymore and basically at this point he goes outside I think he's smoking a cigarette and he's like I'm done like there's something wrong with the house but it's 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 very clear that it's what she said that kind of made him feel like he's out he's like you can do it yourself she he she thinks he thinks she's doing it like for some boy and like unrequited love and like that's not yes, as powerful and she as does an emotion. portray it like that right almost yeah. like she refuses to give more information but she just says like i know what i'm doing kind of thing like trust in what i'm saying basically like this is for love and it's not what you think and blah yes, blah blah yeah. kind of thing but she won't tell him the full truth and like we kind of can tell too there's something missing from the information there of like we just don't know exactly what the love situation is like who is the love for and from exactly we assume right like it is a lover but of course it ends up not being a lover exactly at all. <laughs> and he's kind of like while they're driving he's like it was a waste of time coming here and at the train station she like offers him more money she's like my child died i lost my child and i have to hear his voice again i need to yeah. speak to him and he's and like it shifts okay, his perspective immediately yeah. yeah he goes well like talk to your dead child that might be something worth getting up in the morning for kind of thing because 
he was just before he's like i'm not doing a fucking like ritual love for spell. love <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah exactly but yeah. talking to your deceased kid he's like okay like that's that's something i i respect and like understand why you want to go to this crazy lengths like i get it so yeah he asked them why did you lie and she said i just thought it might be too much kind of thing and he says it has to be the truth like that's important and mm-hmm. she says it is and he says and like she's like you get to ask for anything you want to basically so you kind of find out a little bit about like what they're about to do they're both looking for a favor yeah at the end of this ritual or what they're planning that we don't know is a yes. ritual at the time yeah exactly <laughs> and then they're in the car driving back to the house because she's convinced him now to come back with her yeah and he's still not like he's still wanting to make sure that she is re- like realizes what's at stake here he's like you'll yeah. cook and clean do you know the dangers like we're dealing with real angels real demons like yeah. this is not for the faint of heart like is this what you like, really really want you're not want? gonna sleep for days on end you're not gonna be able to eat sometimes you don't get to leave even if it's an emergency nothing like he's yeah. like do you understand how critical this is like once you're here and you agree to this you're here like, yeah yeah and he's like ritual sex like are you prepared for all of this stuff and she yep. mentioned something about the Kabbalah and she looked into it and he's like no we're doing something much darker than what's in the yeah. Kabbalah which makes you like oh my god what kind of fucked up shit are they doing like this right? isn't just like all positive um thing, you know it's 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 intense there's a huge risk um at stake here but um yeah um, yeah. And then we end up getting, like, a shopping list from him and stuff like that because he needs, like, everything to, like, set up the ritual room. Like, he needs, like, tape and chalk and this and that and whatever. And when she goes shopping, this is the first time that we kind of see a glimpse into, like, probably a little bit of her, um, like, mourning and a bit of her trauma yes. where she sees a dream or whatever it is in reality she sees an old woman with, with her, like with her son and she can yeah. hear her son crying but she knows it's not real but she goes and witnesses it anyway and then all of a sudden we're abruptly interrupted because someone knows her and sees yeah. her there and she they go oh sophia thank god and you're just like holy fuck like yeah, what like, i thought they were super isolated cabin but anyway it's, it turns out to be her sister and yes. she's like, don't do this. And her, Sophia was kind of like, imagine if it was Lottie, which is like her sister's son. And she's like, yeah. oh, I come home. Like, what like, would we'll you do? And you. she's like, not this. Like, I would never go to this length. So she knows that her sister is aspiring to yeah. try and do some kind of dark magic or something in order yeah. to reach her son or get vengeance for the situation which is funny because i wouldn't tell people if i was doing something like this (laughs) me either but maybe she just was so angry with god and maybe she was just projecting that outwards because they mentioned briefly too that she was in an institution for a bit and i think that it's from the grief and the trauma and it was probably just like her anger so she just had to act like she was okay so she could get out and then pursue her ultimate goal which is to get vengeance here yeah and uh she says like i'm doing this stay away from me like do you understand me to her sister she's like where is god and where is goodness like i have a black hole where my kid used to be yeah. and, like just you have like two healthy children like yeah. i have a hole oh yeah. my gosh it's so crazy and yeah. a little bit earlier too we see that she has a photo of her son and like his action figure and the guy yes. also says like once it starts there's no leaving 
Just so yeah. you know, like I'm detoxing. He's he ends up like admitting that he's detoxing off drugs or alcohol. I think it's alcohol, and he's like shaking, and he's like, yeah. I just got to fully detox before we start. And he hides like a bottle of liquor in his dresser, which I'm like, oh my gosh, if he knows the dangers of this and how like clean you have to be as a vessel, like, and he's hiding liquor, I'm like, this is not gonna go well. This I is know, like, right? Like that's what I think too. Like it was kind of irresponsible of yes. him, but at the same time, alcoholics they probably he probably needed it to be nearby as like just. Yeah. Knowing it's there, you know, like yeah. mentally, but yeah, super dangerous. It should have been tossed out yes. the fucking door, like, right. in my opinion. <laughs> I know. And it shows her, like, putting the supplies away, they're rolling yep. up all the carpets and sweeping. He's, like, throwing branches into rooms. <laughs> Yeah, he went out and, like, cut a specific, like, plant outside and tossed it into a room and just, like, yeah, doing all this ritual preparation of the whole house because it's not just, like, sitting in a circle outside and, you know, doing some chanting and some intention work. It's, like, this is way more involved. All-encompassing. Yeah, you're literally, like, oh, it's crazy. And he asks if she speaks German and then he, like realizes that she kind of lies and she's like I can make myself understood and he's like don't lie anymore like everything yes. has a consequence he's in like this. even a half truth is a lie yeah and the reason that he was like saying like you just said the consequence thing he cut his hand when she said that she speaks German and he said that you just did that to me like mm-hmm. just so you know that that's a consequence of your lie there like everything here is a consequence yeah. and she's like no i didn't do that and he's like yes you did you told a lie and this is what happened like do yeah. you understand how significant even that small of an intention yeah. can have on <laughs> this situation and it's just like at this point no she does not <laughs> i know it's so crazy and he's basically like go for a walk before we're sealed in and they start doing the salt barrier around the property. Yeah. And he kind of gives her, like, one more chance. He's like, like once I complete it. this, like, we're, we cannot leave until this is finished. Like, are you sure? Last chance. Yeah. Like, get out of here. And he reemphasizes, like, food, emergency, nothing. Like, if we run out of food, you do not leave this house. Yeah. If we run out, if, it, if there's an emergency and someone's dying, we do not leave this house. Like, you can't leave. That's exactly. it. It's not fucking around. It's not like, oh, just, like you know, I don't want to do it anymore and you're done. No, it's it's like part of it. If you yeah. leave, you break something else entirely, right? It's like... Yeah, and it's so weird. He kind of like is a little bit of a power tripper because like the next day he like wakes her up with a pot of water and he's just being such an asshole. He's like, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, listen to what yep. I say. It's like, can't we do this a little, little more simple? Like if this is already <laughs> a stressful enough ritual, like can't you just calm the fuck down, Joseph? Jesus. Yeah, um, I know. I <laughs> he know. makes her eat some mushrooms and she's like, this is going to suck, isn't it? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like vomiting shortly after. Um, yeah, which honestly, like, I thought that the vomiting seemed so light compared to, like, you know, you just think, like, if you're going to eat, like, a toadstool fucking mushroom to cleanse your body and whatever, it's going to be pretty fucking horrible when you throw up. Not just, like, uh, uh, uh. it's, like, going to be, like, my exorcist level vomiting when I did mushrooms and I just about <laughs> fucking died. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's what would have been happening. And she yeah. was just, like, uh, yeah. I'm like no you'd be dying on you'd the floor retching. and like seeing yeah. shit and like oh my god just yeah. it's like she's not just good cleansing anyway. cleansing the the body and actually what after she eats the mushroom too they do say and they reveal that you're gonna talk to he's like you want to talk to your guardian guardian sorry I can't speak she's you're <laughs> gonna talk to your guardian angel and like therefore talk to your child so we're like okay so now we kind of know what they're trying to do there's a guardian angel they got some favors and some wishes and some stuff and that's how she's gonna yeah. get 
yeah. her one wish. And so it kind of reveals the big plot line, essentially, at that yeah. point. Yeah. And then he starts to go over. There's a point where he's wearing, like, ritual garb. Like, he has a blue robe on and, like, a mustard kind of golden yellow, like, head wrap piece on. And he starts to go over. He's talking about, like, the circles and talking about how, like, each circle is like a different part of a void that you need to go into or whatever it is like one area is going into the void and one area is connecting to the sun and one area is doing this and like how you need to go through each circle several times before this angel may appear in the main circle and it's over and over like each circle is divided into five elements you have to do all five elements in each circle each time and go through them in a ritualistic manner and it's just like insanity yeah what this woman puts herself through it's crazy it's so crazy there's like five elements five rounds element of wood sun fire and then the blackness where we sink into the abyss and then the nameless middle circle this is where your angel will appear and then there's a triangle room this will stop you from going mad um and then there's a room of like death and decay oh my gosh it's so cool it's so crazy and there's like intense study sessions going on where he's like no draw them draw the symbols closer and then she's like shaving his back and his arms at certain points and you're like wow this is crazy and then um, and then there's the part with the rock he puts a rock in the middle and He's like, for t- the next two days, don't leave yeah. the circle. Focus all of your energy and all your intentions on this stone. And then we do the same yeah. thing in the back two rooms. <laughs> it's like, wow. Yeah, because he, he says that he's basically unshackling the house from this world. Yes. So he's trying to disconnect the entire house to make it essentially a vessel for practicing a craft through the many different realms that you need to mm-hmm. in order to contact the angel that you're trying to get in touch with so i thought that was really cool but he's like yeah just like look at this rock feel its stillness think about its weight and sink into it these for the next two days and so that that's what you focus into sort of thing like because you're not allowed to leave this circle for two days no food no water like do you understand this is how we're starting like two days the end yeah and she ends up like peeing in the circle too like she just can't leave she can't leave it's crazy and um oh i love this because at one point she's sitting in this room and a door opens behind her yeah and this is the first like hint that like something's happening and it's right away too kind of thing like within the first like day or week that she's doing this ritual it happens so you know right away there's stuff that's paying attention and things are shifting already and she keeps on freaking out though she kind of thinks to herself like she asks him after that stuff's done she's like how do you know that it's beginning yeah and he's just like well, like, you know, you, you just kind of like know or whatever. And then at that moment, a bird flies right into the window and breaks oh its neck God. and it dies. And there's blood smear on the window. And he goes, that's a sign right there. Like, that's not a coincidence what just happened. Or like, it is a coincidence and therefore that's a sign or whatever it was, so basically. Yes. And then he's like, it's a blackbird. And she's like, I can't see it. And he's like, it was a blackbird. And that is a sign. Like, just so you know, like, fucking listen to me. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. And then they show this, like, the one of the water phases. They have this really cool structure built up and like there's water dripping everywhere and she's like shaking and he's like focus on me and she's like i need sleep like it's getting really hard to like do this ritual at this point yeah that's one of the times where she's just yeah has to stay awake probably for like two days and just have water constantly dripping on her and make her like shivering and probably sick even i would assume yeah just like not feeling good so it gets to the next part and she says i don't do forgiveness and she's supposed to go through a whole ritual part where she does the forgiveness and he's like okay well it's gonna be bad if you choose not to do it because he's like isn't there a workaround there's been workarounds for other parts of it yeah. and he's like yeah there is but it's bad like you sure you want to go that route oh my god 
this is one and of my favorite is, parts of the whole too. movie like it's me so too cool. yeah <gasps> the blood sacrifice yes. so he cuts his forearm and bleeds into a glass and then puts it before her and says drink it and he's very like aggressive again and demanding that she does it and like he's like look at it's beginning to congeal drink it like this is what you have to do if you don't yeah. do forgiveness this is what you have to do and so she like just chokes it down so good too, like her acting of like oh like, like keep it down repulsed. keep it down yeah like don't throw it up yeah, yeah like yeah. he's freaking out at her and it was just so good and she drinks it all down and she puts the glass down and then there he is yelling at her again and she looks drink down it. and the glass is fucking full oh again and she's like i God. just did he's like no drink it it's about to congeal it's he's so like, fucking crazy. drink it yeah and the whole scene just plays again and that's how you know again that it's working like something's happening she's shifting dimensions a little bit it's not quite right oh my god she is always aggressive and thinking that it's not fucking working yes it's so fucking cool oh and then um when she's in her room alone she rips the photo so it's just a photo of her kid and she can't find the action figure that's shown us a few times yeah and she's just like freaking out out. ripping through her bag yeah oh it's crazy Oh my God. And then they're kind of getting to know each other a little bit. And she's like, do you do black magic? He's like, I've seen some shit. I've let God's rain silver on me. Blah, 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 blah. Which is so crazy. He's definitely addicted to this. (laughs) She's like, have you ever been scared of what you've seen? And he's like, I'm scared of it all. And she's like, well then, she's like, is that the point? Like to be scared? He's like, no, it's to know. The point is knowledge. Like he just wants to know that it's real and know that it exists. Like, and he does know. Yeah. And that's the point is to know that there's something beyond the science that's measured in the world. That there's something beyond what humans think they understand. Exactly. And know. And yeah. it's, it's like God is real and the devil is real in this scenario. And it's yeah. fucking interesting. And like his curiosity <laughs> is probably what keeps him coming back for this too. Just to like see it all. Like, the, yeah. like this world as we know it is not all that's out there. And so um, she also asks like, did you go through my stuff? He's like, no, like I wouldn't go through your fucking shit. He kind of gets a, like, a little upset that she asks. It's like, no, like why the fuck would I do that? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> she reiterates. She's like, are you sure? And he's like, I didn't touch your fucking stuff. Basically yeah. like abrupt cuts her off again. She's like, okay no worries i'm just like missing something but i'm sure it'll turn up sort of thing yeah oh my god and um they're doing they're in the ritual room and she's like has her ear pressed to the floor yeah and then all of a sudden there's a huge like bang like it almost makes things shake on the ground like it was so loud and there was like a slight (sighs) scratching too that she was kind of listening to which was creepy and he says it's us being noticed and as soon as it fucking bangs on the floor, he immediately draws like a sigil over it, probably to seal it in yeah. where it is so that it can't come through that spot in the floor and wow. like get to them. <sighs> it was pretty fucking scary. So scary. And he's like, we have to progress very carefully now. And it's actually kind of nice. Like they finally have a conversation where they're sort of like bonding because all of this has just been so tense. And she tells him the dream about the weird old woman and like her son and then he's like really like i dream about having a moped and they just like burst out laughing and i'm like this is kind of like that's the whole dream i just own a moped yeah "Yeah, it's like kind of some nice like relief of like being human because the guy is human it's just like he's obviously just seen enough shit that he's pretty fucked up i would assume yeah yeah and we also learned that he likes like being alone and he just wants to like everyone to fuck off he doesn't like people very much no Um, he's not very warm character not Um, warm right (laughs) 
sound like the opposite of me. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah. um, but the, the, oh my God, when she, is she doing laundry? I don't know. But the action figure is back. Maybe the like table that it was on was shaking, but I was like, is that a washer dryer? No, it was but, a washer like, okay, in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah. She was like reading or studying or something, waiting for laundry to be right. done. And yeah, the washer starts to like shake and there's a little toy on top of it. And she's just like watching it for a second and being like, holy shit kind of thing. Like it's right there. And again, this is like another complete sign. Like this toy is moving around all over the place and disappearing on her and stuff like that. So she must know that there's something making contact with her. Yeah. And she goes to get it. And just at that moment, it falls behind the machine, but disappears completely again. Like she can't find it. Yeah. It's so nuts. And then, um, there's a, there's a part where, uh, he's like drawing and painting on her back like with, and they have so many candles in that room. Like, holy bejesus, yeah. there's a million candles. And he's like painting on her back. And then at one point too, like she has to undo her bra so he can paint there as well. And it's kind of like, oh Lord. And you then, can tell ugh. in that moment that he kind of gets like turned on yeah. by it. Yeah. Like he just like, obviously like he's just staring at like a beautiful woman's yeah. back and yeah. painting her backside in kind of a romantic candlelit setting. So yes. it's like hard not to get excited, I guess. And Exactly. On, ugh. And then the worst part of the movie. Oh my God. Yeah, so the next freaking part, annoying. He's like, I told you we have to do it. And that's all it, all he says kind of first thing. Yeah. And you're like, uh oh. Right. And then she's like, okay, sort of thing. Like, you know, sorry, Mr. Solomon, I, I accept what, you, what you're what you saying. Right? And you start to realize it's part of, like, it's sex magic. And and she's like, he's... shouldn't we go to the room? And he's like, no, we can do it just right here. She's like, don't you need your book? It's like, red flag, red flag, red flag. Oh, my God, yeah. it's so insane. And so he makes her strip down. He's, like, touching himself. And he's like, take off this, take off this. And then he makes her turn around and bend over. And Yeah, then... she's, like, <sighs> naked in front of him, bent so over crazy. on the floor. And he's just masturbating. Mm-hmm. And then he comes and she realizes in that moment that he just did this to get off yeah and he's like oh you know she was like that wasn't fucking sex magic sort of thing and he's like yeah "Yeah, no my mind was just clouded i just like needed to clear my mind god what a fucking asshole hey but she gets her like subtle revenge she ends up peeing into a cup and then making him some soup and pouring her urine in it and then she's like (laughs) i'm not hungry like help yourself and leaves the room and like (laughs) you fucking deserve it you drink and you know what too he kind of like this is the first time he's not like aggressive towards right. her. He knows he did something wrong. And yeah. he kind of like, when she goes to leave the room, he like slinks out of the way so she can get by sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Whereas usually that's not his demeanor He's embarrassed or like, you yeah, know what I mean? He like, knows. And he's, he knows he's, he's skeezy and he it did something disgusting. wrong there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so wrong. So, yeah, <sighs> she freaks out. She wants to leave. And she's, like, getting ready. She's like, this is all bullshit. Like, I don't fucking believe any of it. We need to get the fuck out of this house. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, if you leave, then we will be stuck here forever. Like, that yeah. is part of it. Do you, you don't even understand, like, how deep this ritual goes. Yeah. You cannot step outside of this house. Like, please, please, please don't fucking leave. Sort of thing. And then, because it's like, she has to do all of the shit that she just did all over again. Like, all of the water torture, the drinking, the blood. Yeah. Everything. She has to do it all over again and again and again. And he told her that at the beginning. You're going to have to do this over and over and over. But she just gets so frustrated and angry. And then she ends up finding, like, a live flower inside. And she, she brings it to him immediately. And she's like, could this have blown in from outside? And he's like, nope. And she's like, it gives her hope, you know. It's like that spark of, like, oh, my God, something is happening. Exactly. And it's something beautiful. And it just relights that fire for her, which was what she needed at that time. Yes. And he's like, or he or she is like, I can feel it. We're she's nearly so there. 
um, if we seal the seventh chamber, then we should really light up and like things will really start to happen. Oh my God. Yay. Yeah. And then in the circle, a flake of gold falls down from the ceiling and she kind of gets it on her finger and it's just so shiny. Like it's not just like normal bright confetti. It's like, like gold, like. Yeah, it's yeah. like heavenly, exactly, <laughs> ethereal, exactly yes. right, yeah. Otherworldly. Um, and then a whole bunch of gold flakes fall down from the ceiling. And again, this is just like another sign that something is happening, someone is listening, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like something, things are shifting a little bit. It's just taking time. So there's exactly. be, there's been little bits of evidence that she's gone, but she keeps getting really frustrated that it's not working. It's so crazy. Oh my God. Um, she freaks out again. She's like, why the fuck isn't it working again? Like just losing her mind all yeah. over again. And it's so annoying because it's like so many things are happening. How can you say that at this point? Like what? It was right? so random. That's what that I'm wondering like, too. And I think up. it's just because she just wants the fucking angel to appear now. Yeah. And he's wondering too. He's like, I don't know why it's not working. He's like, I think it's you. He's like, I think you haven't like told me the whole fucking truth. She's like, I have. And he's like, yeah, like look me in the eye and tell me like, you've told me the whole fucking truth about the situation. She's like, I have. And he just like grabs her by the shoulders slams her on the table he's like you fucking bitch like tell me the truth and she's like i want vengeance and he's like you're a fucking idiot he's like you're supposed to tell me everything from the beginning Mm -hmm. he's like you're the conduit you're the one who's fucking this up because you weren't truthful with your intentions yes and he just like leaves the room and is fucking mad and she goes to bed sort of thing and then Mm -hmm. he wakes her up in the middle of the night (laughs) yeah because in the kitchen she actually admitted like i'm doing it for vengeance my son yes. was murdered by people doing some kind of like satanic ritual. Yeah. And he, so that's why he wakes her up. And he actually, I think he was drinking shortly before too, because he's so he did mad. Drink. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh Which at this point, I think he kind of sealed his own fate yeah. by choosing to do that because he knows that he's supposed to be sober for it. And he chose to break a rule that was pretty important. So I agree. I'm just saying, I think he sealed his own fate with that decision. Me too. Yeah. When he did that, I was like, oh, he's going to get fucked up by this guardian angel. And Yeah. <laughs> like you, you broke a major rule that you've yes. been preaching to her from the beginning. And, you know, it just, it, it was like, whoops. Well, okay. Yeah. So yeah, he says, get up. You've got something to do. And she keeps on saying like, can't we do this in the morning? Can't it wait till morning? Because she's kind of like scared of him. She could yeah. tell that he was drinking and like, you know, she can like, yeah, smell the liquor on his breath yeah. sort of thing. And he's and like, he's got to like, be born. You got to be anew or something. And he gets yeah. this cold bath going and makes her sit in it. And he's like, I'm going to dunk you three times. And he's like reading things in between. Dunks her yeah. once for a few seconds. Dunks her again for a few seconds. And then he like puts the book down for this one. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But he I says just... right before this, he says, let her touch the void. Yes. Then nothing. Oh, and then God. he holds her down, puts the book down. And you start to be like, uh-oh. Right? <laughs> uh-oh so he holds her down she starts like struggling she opens her eyes you can see like the panic in her eyes and like once her body goes motionless did you hear that little child scream from yep. the distance oh, yep. ew. yeah oh it was God. creepy as yes. fuck yep. and then he just leaves her for a second in the tub and you kind of start to worry you're like was this is this the ending like is he just fucking killing her yeah. like what you know you're like what's happening and then oh he says God. a little chant and then he pulls her out and resuscitates her. So that must yeah. have been part of it, of like leaving her for X amount of time, long yes. enough to go and touch the void, like he said, and yeah. then bringing her back. And yeah. um, she's, she's just like staring so at him in the kitchen. fucking mad, obviously. <laughs> like you fucking just about killed me. He did kill her technically. Yeah. 
and like just like sh- just livid and she just like kind of attacks him like runs at him like make something happen what the fuck is your problem yeah and this is the consequence i think from oh, the drinking yeah. yeah where he's like all of a sudden like like crying out in a way that doesn't make sense for how she's attacked him and she realizes it and she just lifts up the bottom of his shirt and a knife has gone through from the backside through to the front of like his intestines, probably his kidneys pierced. So not crazy. good. No, not, not good. good at all. And he's like, was the knife clean? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Yeah, oh, she had God. no idea. She's He's just worried about it. He's like, just give me a second kind of thing. And he just wants her to talk. He's like, tell me more about your kid and stuff like that. Like the details of what happened. And yes. This and that. And then eventually he's just like, stitch me up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And he's like, this was like, this is the price I have to pay. This is your guardian angel that kind of did this to me. And he's like, things will really start to happen now. Like, I will give you your vengeance. Yeah, he says that like a lot, actually. Like, I'll make sure that you can talk to your kid. I'll make sure this. I'll make sure that. It seems like a lot of promises, man. I know. Oh, and then this is actually so crazy because she's walking down the hallway. There's this weird, like, scratching noise and, like, child crying noise, too. (laughs) And it stops right when she gets to the door. (gasps) And then she, she, like, opens the door really abruptly and, like, looks in there. There's nothing but, like... In another room, this crazy dark shadow figure like struts by. It was so crazy. And there's like the baby crying again now from that yeah. room. And like, oh, it was just creepy. And I, she went in there too and looked around. And there was like just a slight like blood leaking from the wall almost. It was kind of yeah. cool. She noticed it for a second and just kind of Very was like, what cool. the fuck? And then Ugh. it cuts to them just hanging out kind of thing. He's not looking so good. No. And he's just like, what do you think's going to happen kind of thing when you ask for your vengeance? and things like that she's like well i think there's like the killers of my son are gonna die a horrible death and they're like gonna be damned for all the time and he's like well they already are damned because <laughs> yeah. like, what they did like is terrible so exactly damned. oh my god and he says to her like you're just like me like maybe worse and she's like no i'm not i'm nothing like you but you can tell they are very similar like yeah. their, their drive and determination is the same their anger and abruptness is the same mm-hmm. their their willingness to sacrifice themselves to get to this deeper, darker place is in, like the same. It's yeah. all the same. Yeah. And they are very similar despite coming from very different places of like why they want to do this. Intentions. Yeah, for sure. Yes. It's so crazy. And because his wound is so gross, she's like, maybe we should stop. Like you're not well, the power's off. And he's like, no, let's try to just reach the end of this. It's so bizarre that she still thinks that they can stop. Like he told you so many freaking times that you have to do the whole thing or you're fucked. And then when they're trying to do some kind of ritual, he's like, is it nine or is it 12? And he's like, um, because his brain is starting to go from the infection. He's like, I think it's nine. Oh my God. It's so crazy. I know. Which is really scary. Right. Cause she right. says to him, she's like, which is it, Mr. Solomon? Cause she's writing notes and like, yeah. this, these numbers are fucking important. Crucial. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Like can't be nine and then 12 and around here. You got to know what you're doing. <laughs> oh my God. And, and like, yeah. ugh. The wound is so gross at this point. It's all, like, pussy and, like, oozing. Gross. Yeah. And then when she's sleeping, she hears her kid's voice from, like, somewhere in the house calling out, like, help me. Mm -hmm. I can hear you, mom. Like, please come and help me. You don't know what this is kind of thing. And she says, like, she's like, I know that's not you. I know, like, you're not him. You're not my son. You're not Jack. 
but she keeps talking to him because of course she could hear his voice and like what mother wouldn't like just collapse at the sound of it right like oh it's so crazy too because she's talking to him through this door and he's like there's a dog i have to be quiet and she's like where are we she's like we're in a house in the country and he's like mommy open the door and she's like i know you're not here and he's like something's in here open the door mommy please it's yeah you can hear the dog like growling and like there's like 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 a commotion on the other side of the door going on and it's it's creepy and it would be devastating but she was really strong through it and knowing that it wasn't her son and knowing that it was something bad on the other side of that door so so good for her yes (laughs) yes it was so good and then she she sees that he's kind of collapsed down the hallway she runs and just like hugs him like she needs just some kind of human compassion right now and he's like it's not your son she's like i know but I heard his voice and like this guy's struggling so much at this yeah, point. He's, like, he's extremely just sick and yeah. like, yeah, dying for sure. Yes. And then this scene is so crazy. She's sitting there. She's studying. She's doing some writings in her little notebook and she sees and hears like this guy breathing and in the chair in front of her, you can see a dark figure sitting there. And then you just see the end of like a cigarette ember like yeah. lighting up. And it's so cool. So creepy. <gasps> There's like demonic oh. garbling going on too. Yes. I'm like, oh my God. It's fuck so that. scary and really well done and effective. Yes. Of just like there's something in the room with you for sure. And it's just watching you. And you it, like, what do you do with that? Since yeah. she gets up to go and inspect it. And of course, when she gets over there with a little candle, there's nothing there. It's a coat like slung over the chair. But you can see there's a cigarette in the ashtray. <gasps> yeah. So well done. Oh, so brilliant. So good. Oh my God. So good. So good. Um, and then... You know, he goes, she goes and like lays next to Solomon in bed because he's just on the ed- on the edge here. Yeah. Like he's crying. He misses his sister. Like just he's upset and he knows that this is not going to be good. And the next morning she comes in and there he is just dead in the position yeah. that he was in the night before. Oh, boy. And uh, she wants to continue on alone. And she goes for a walk through the house kind of thing and goes to look for his books to go and continue with the ritual. Every single book of his work is blacked out. Like, did he do that? Or do you think the demons did that? Like, what is the deal? I I think that he did it because... This is why I think he did it. I think he did it because it's so dangerous for her to continue by herself. But I do feel like at the same time, he sort of like, if he did do it, he sealed her fate there in a sense and like left her in that house yeah unprepared and unable to defend herself yeah it's so bizarre it's so crazy and then she like wants to give up she's sitting in the uh the door like threshold with her car keys in hand and then she crosses the line and gets in her car the car won't start she walks like it's insane when she crosses that line aren't you like what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing oh my yes immediately i'm just like no 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 pretend like solomon is still alive yeah do everything as if solomon were there it's so crazy and she walks like down this long path and then she sees the house like through trees which makes no sense which i'm also like did she ever even leave and like what are the consequences for her leaving if there are any like what is going on that was what i wondered too because he said that there was huge consequences if you break the circle or break the ritual and she did like she left she walked down the windy road she saw a house in the distance she ran to it and it was the same house she was like in a loop right like she has to go back to the house but i was like 
is that the only consequence? You're just like stuck at the house and that's it? Like It's so bizarre, then, yeah. Yeah, it just didn't make sense. It seemed like there should be worse consequences for that decision. Yeah, or maybe that comes later with like a finger being involved, but who knows? I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so when she gets back, there's like muddy handprints all over. There's like vomit with her son's photo in it and stuff. It's so random. And while she's sitting on the stairs just being like, what the fuck do I do? She has like a candle. Something drags Joseph's body into the fucking darkness like this creepy ass hand reaches out and like pulls her pulls him (gasps) it's insane oh my god as fuck yeah and this creepy bald man steals her jacket (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) that's exactly it he's so creepy and he like skulks into this little cabinet i'm like what the fuck is happening now oh my god yeah, and then her candle dies, so she goes to light another match and, like, light another candle. And when she does, there's just all these undead beings in front of her. Oh and it obviously, it's quite startling, and they're all just staring, looking at her. They're so, so you creepy. know now, for sure, like, even though we kind of saw what was in the house before, there's a few things that are here with her and that have noticed her and that oh are part of this ritual God. now. It is so creepy. And she's trying to, like, avoid them, lock them out. It's interesting, because I think she was in... She locked them into this one room and then she went somewhere else and went back into that same room. So she somehow like knew she'd be safe there and she like closes the door. Her kid starts talking to her through the door again, like, mommy, like, let me in. And it's like, no. Oh yeah, my God. She's just nuts. laying there like, I know you're not my kid. You're my whole world though. Yes. Like, I love you. I'm going to get your killers. Yeah. And then the voice says, they're not my killers. I'm just some, some cunt using your son's voice in oh order to God. scare you. And she's like, I know. <laughs> oh my God. No fucking way. It's crazy. And then in the hallway, like there's the old lady and her son like walking towards her. Oh, and she creepy. just gets punched in the face by that same bald guy that stuck, stole her jacket. What an asshole. Hey? He's like, here's a jacket. And she's like bleeding. Yeah. Oh my God. She's on the ground. She, there's like demonic creatures all around doing creepy ass things. They're like eating babies and like, I don't know what it was eating. It had a dollar of some sort like they're all just being so ah, it makes you like queasy like whatever the fuck they're doing it's like ah yeah and she's really like kind of out of it from like being hit in the head so all the sound is muffled and she's being like dragged and you just get glimpses of what she's seeing which are just like many beings around her yeah and just like it's so fucking creepy and they're all holding her down in a chair Mm. and slowly this guy's like walking (sighs) towards her with a huge fucking like like i don't know a wire cutter or something yeah, i have no Ugh. fucking idea like a pinky and, cutter <laughs> yeah she's just so out of it right and that oh like she God. can't she's like watching her finger go into in between these two blades but she's just not acknowledging it at all yeah. you know it's like what's happening she's just like foggy and then her finger gets cut off and the pain of that just snaps her awake yes. i think and like she's just like holy fucking like she just runs like she tries so hard to run away from these demons they're all yeah. grabbing her and like trying Tugging to pull her back her, in obviously like, yeah yeah like clearly this is like the portal into hell right here and they're trying yeah. to get her to go there oh my god and she's just running up the stairs and they're grabbing her and she's she just passes by joseph's body too down there so yeah. like they obviously lured him like they pulled him down there and they're doing crazy fucking shit and then yeah, yeah she as she's almost at the stairs she's like i'm sorry i'm so sorry yeah and upstairs this dim light that was there just gets brighter and brighter and like blindingly white just like and it pushes oh. like all the demons back that were holding her yes. and then she just goes up the stairs like freely and she kind of goes into the light in a sense but then she keeps following it into another room and she opens up the door and there's gold flakes just falling everywhere it's super bright and she's just staring up and we don't see what she's seeing mm-hmm. yet but you know she's just like 
like in awe. <laughs> yeah. And she just like, you see this huge, 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 huge figure kneeling on one knee, like so much bright white light. And it's like her guardian angel. It's like a God. It's like amazing. And she just says like, so beautiful. Like it's yeah. strikingly, like she doesn't even have words. Like it's insane. And it is so beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. And something that I thought was really cool that I like a lot is the angel speaks, but we don't hear what it says. Only she can hear its voice. Mm -hmm. And then she just says, like, she apologizes to the angel. She just says, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I understand kind of thing. Like she, whatever it said to yeah. her, she was just like making amends with like her anger and her hate and her darkness yes. and her like vengeance, her, her goal for vengeance. And, you know, she goes, the favor that I want is the favor that I want is, and you think like, she's going to be like, get those fucking killers. Yeah. But she asks for the power to forgive instead. So she yes. goes through all of that just for forgiveness. Right. So that she doesn't harbor this hate in her yeah. heart. Yeah. But standing in front of something like that, how could you be like, get those fuckers? You know what I mean? Right? Like, it is just so heavenly, beautiful. Like, you would choose the goodness over. Well, the... and that's the thing is that she wanted vengeance. And I think that's why so many demons appeared. Because, like, that's what you're asking for. Yes. Angels don't deliver vengeance. Demons do. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I think that her intentions so were skewed. <laughs> yeah. Just her intentions were skewed because she was asking for vengeance from an angel. And that just doesn't make sense. Yes. Like, that's not what the angel's going to do. The angel's going to guide you through the healing. It's going to guide you through the understanding. It's going to be there to hold you when you don't feel held, but it's yeah. not supposed to wreak ree, vengeance. Ree, ree. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can take this little knife and just go e kill Even everybody. though it could, though. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I think if she asked for it, that would be granted. Yeah. But she... But it was amazing that she was so overcome yeah, by the moment. She couldn't. That's, it, that's she exactly chose. right. Like you said, like, how could you ask for something like that when you see such a being before you? Yes. How could you? Yeah. It was really, oh my gosh, so crazy. And she basically goes out and she puts Joseph's body in a bag and kind of floats it into the river. Like, honestly, he did get what he wanted. He's isolated. He doesn't have to deal with people anymore. And he's at peace, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? That's in true. a weird he way. Did ask for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, she goes to start her car. It starts no problem, which is like clearly there was something else at play earlier. And she's yeah. just driving down the country road, like crying, but seeming at peace, like almost happy she tears does. of just like, wow like it's yeah. very powerful wow it's true it's crazy how well it's portrayed at the end too that she is just at peace finally like you can see it on her and it's mm -hmm. weird because the whole movie she is quite like disturbed up. yes you know what i mean like she, her face is rigid and her body is rigid and she's just not a happy person yes. or a comfortable person and she just oh and now she has the forgiveness and she can fully move on and like be at peace even though she had to go through something so traumatic with how her son was killed and stuff. She she needed that that it's true. that like, guardian angel sense, to give her that power to actually forgive. That's right. That was like and that was part of her mourning. Like this whole ritual was what she needed to go through in order to understand that she just needed to forgive the situation in order to move on from it. It wasn't the vengeance that was going to give her peace. Yes. It was the forgiveness and understanding that like she can't undo it. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can't undo it. And that those people like like uh, like Joseph already said, those people are already damned. They're already going to hell. They're going to be tortured for eternity for what they did. Yep. So you already got what you wanted, even if they're out there living their lives now. God supposedly is taking care of that for you. Yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. And they have to live with what they did, which is, I'm sure, 
like hopefully I don't know eats them up every day unless they're like that was so sick four months ago yeah. when we killed that kid um, I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows I mean but it's still. probably a mixed bag of yeah. like some actual psychopaths and then some people who are being yeah. controlled by psychopaths told what to do and, oh my yeah, god who knows? it's crazy it's so crazy so I think it goes without saying but what is your stab rating for this film oh, easy five easy, easy. five yes I honestly mean, you can't like everything was so deliberate and so subtle and there was parts that like frustrate the heck out of you but you have to make that guy an unlikable character and it was despicable what he did at one point um yeah yeah and you, you do it. wonder kind of thing like at first you're like oh like is this guy just like a creep or mm-hmm. is he a fucking like black magic priest here yeah you're like oh he's both oh yes. oh fuck yeah. like he is both at all times it's not like oh he's like a good guy but he's a black magic priest or yeah. oh he's like a good guy but sometimes he fucking makes girls bend over in front of him naked yeah. so he can jack off like no he's just not a good guy i know but somehow and it's crazy for me to be saying this because it is so despicable what he did like somehow he is still a likable sort of character in this movie because he is so human and has his flaws yes. and he kind of got what he did deserve but like for so how unlikable they made him and all the stuff he did I'm still like it's not his fault like I don't know he, he's been through so much in his life clearly and he kind of mentioned that earlier where he's like I I've been through a lot I've been to really dark places and therefore now I'm dealing with this drinking problem that I have like I drown yeah. in my sorrows and I have to detox so like clearly there are reasons for him to be so fucked up and so wrong in certain situations and it's just yeah it's interesting I, I, I completely agree with you there yeah like he he's just been through that level of darkness and clearly I would say is traumatized from his experiences yeah. in life and like he just does not cope well on the other hand though it is his own fault because he's doing it just for the knowledge but when the knowledge starts causing you trauma that's sh- that's an issue do you know yeah. what I mean oh, like for sure when you just want to know to know yeah. I do respect that to an extent but if it starts to cause you trauma and anything it's just not worth it anymore yeah. no, for sure <laughs> that's no, just for me sure. but like you said he got what he deserved and i do think yeah taking that drink that's what sealed his fate and he got exactly it yeah yeah and this is honestly one of my favorite like ritual movies for like the yes. subtleties and the all-encompassing like the starvation the circles the like how much they the torture, just sacrifice the everything yes. yeah to to yeah. get this glorious scene of a literal guardian angel slash god standing in front of you and it's just all so well done. And also how scary the hellish and demonic and dark creatures when they're all tugging at her and pulling at her and she's walking yes. through this like literal hell. It's it's the epitome of darkness and light all in one amazingly well-crafted movie. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my God, it was It was really cool that essentially, yes, that house became a portal both to hell and to heaven. And it was up to her intention and her heart to draw what she actually wanted there she was stuck with demons because in her heart she was stuck with vengeance and then i think that it was when she finally realized like i need to escape hell and like i don't want to be with these demons i don't want to be surrounded by this vengeance i don't want this and when she said i'm sorry going up the stairs and they released her that was all that she needed to do in the first place like it was just what she needed was to understand that if she could forgive and if she that's that's exactly it she skipped the forgiveness step of the whole ritual and did the blood sacrifice and all she needed to do was forgive to make her fucking angel appear i just realized that 
Yeah. And isn't it so crazy that like for a horror movie, like you actually leave with like such a good taste in your mouth and almost like, I don't want to, in my life, like real talks, I don't want to harbor any resentment. I want to try to forgive people because what good is this negative energy that you carry around ever going to bring you? It's all about like keeping things positive, like let things go. What's meant to be will be and just trust that there is some kind of a purpose for everything that you go through and all the pain that you experience brings you somewhere else. And one day you'll look back and be like, I'm so glad everything went, even though there were shitty and dark times as it did, because look where I am today because of what I've been through. Yeah. We're getting super, super deep today. (laughs) No, it's so true though. That's exactly right. Like, honestly, you need to go through things to learn and to grow as a person. They're going to be hard lessons sometimes. And it is what it is. Like, not everything is fucking peachy keen almost ever for people you know like people always say and this is such a truth when you see people's like instagrams and facebook's people only share those little snippets of like glimpses into the happy parts of their life they're not going to share all the bad stuff that's going on so even though you look at someone else and you're like that that person's life looks perfect and blah 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 it's not it's It's just not no one is living in imperfection everybody is struggling with something and they're just not going to share it all over their life like their instagram and make them look you know, be yeah. human. Yeah. Everyone and some people are better at hiding that. that part of themselves or like the pain. And like, I feel nowadays being 28 years of age, I feel stronger sharing those vulnerabilities and sharing the darkness and just putting it all out there rather than Likewise. being like, everything's fine. Like, you know, it just you know feels what? like. I, I hate to sound like such a like weird, like mom right now, but Jen, you're just like so mature for your age. <sighs> like you always have been. And I just appreciate so much because, like, I feel like I haven't started learning that until, like, just this year. And, like, I'm 32. And I'm so proud of you for, like, understanding that at, like, 28. That, like, it's just so important. You know what I mean? Like, it's really important. Don't harbor that anger. It does grow inside of you. It will make you sick as a person, like, physically, mentally. It doesn't do you any good. Yeah, it's so true. Just get it out in a good way. (laughs) Yeah. And to extend on that a little bit is to realize that, like, we're all human beings. And, like, for the rest of your life, every single day. You will continue to learn more about yourself and life. And it's about how you handle what comes at you. You're always a student of this thing we call life. And even when you feel like you're so accomplished and you have it all figured out, you don't. And the sooner that you realize that and realize that we're all just evolving, then you're going to be a happier person because you'll find such joy in the little things, you know? It's true. Yeah. Everybody is evolving. That's so right. And like, yeah. Just oh, we're all what a going beautiful little like episode that we just like Aww. to oh wow i have like all the feels right now <laughs> i know but it's so good it's like so it does good. make you think things like that make you think it was like right like that whole crazy ritual of torture and like self-abuse and things like that just to speak to your guardian angel and to understand that you need forgiveness in your heart and mm-hmm. it's just like you know like I, I don't know it's just such a great epiphany <laughs> yes have. yes and like oh. yeah yeah we're here for the fucked up stuff but it's so refreshing when a fucked up movie comes along that has such a nugget that you can actually carry with you in your life yes and, like, think of things differently right yeah definitely i'd love i'm looking forward to hearing everybody's thoughts on instagram about this yes thank you for joining us for today's episode of this horrible place you can find us on Instagram at this horrible place and at thishorribleplace.com. If you want to live in this horrible place forever, go to patreon.com slash thishorribleplace. We're super excited because I think next episode, two weeks from now, we're finally covering the Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie tapes. tapes. Oh, oh my God. Look out, y'all. So you good. You don't even know. You yes. don't even know how no, much I love know. this movie. No, you, you do. Know. Oh, yeah, you, you do. Know. I do. <laughs> but they, but they <laughs> don't. 
everybody knows. You. No, I've mentioned it a lot. <laughs> That's so Get true. Ready. Yes, yes, yes. It's so make sure you watch that in the meantime. And also just to open it up, we're totally down for suggestions. Like even if you're not a member of our Patreon, feel free to message us um, at yeah. this horrible place on our Instagram or like my personal my messages are open, Jen dot is dot horrible. Um, we're open to anything, even if it's a video game that you're like, fuck, these girls would love this. Or even if it's something that you absolutely hate that you want us to tear apart. We like doing that too. It's true. We do. <laughs> we're it's open to fun. the horrible, horrible, the real horrible, not the good horrible, but the bad horrible. Um, that's right. There's, there's a scale of horrible here. <laughs> yes. But. Don't get too comfortable. Horrible, horrible things, things are, are happening, happening here. here. Can I do mine? No. Drink it. Look, it's starting to congeal. sacrifice this is your choice but i did no drink it look it started to congeal this 